It is a Wednesday night, and you know what that means. And by that sound, you can definitely tell what that means. It is the Pro Wrestling Planet podcast, pwplanet.com. We're doing this AEW Dynamite review for the day. It's the brand, it's his excellent son, Cam Bam Slam. CBS, what's up, my man? Little man, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been great. Um, and I guess so we got some holiday bash. You've been great, yes. We had Christmas. How was your Christmas? Oh, yeah, it was great. Was I, great? Don't, I, I don't want to brag, but I got a PS5 and a VR headset and VR games. Wow. So. Not yeah. to mention some sweet tickets. To Rampage. To AEW Rampage. Next week. Next week. I'm excited. We're like, it's like nine days away, dude. Can you believe it? Yeah, all of my family are going, but me and my sister, it was just for us. We, um, we freaked out because, um, I was like, there was like this concert and we really like, liked their songs and... I told Dad, I was like, oh, I don't care about everything. I just want this concert thing. But you you were outside doing stuff. And then you said, um, you can't do it. But then I opened it. Then there was a freaking um, ticket that saying, Falling in Reverse, Exceed the Fate, and Hollywood Undead, and Papa Rose. And I was like, what in the world? Me and Jayden, it's just me and Jaden and Mom and Dad who are going. My brother oh. and my aunt and my grandma are staying at the hotel in portland well thanks for all those details yeah but yes yeah, the, the matter out. at hand is the, the aew show yeah coming up next week i'm really excited first ever aew show in oregon they're coming to our backyard and we'll be a part of that history yeah portland oregon memorial coliseum book it march 6th we will be there maybe we'll do some sort of a uh, post show report or something Dad, like that who knows it was january 6th not march 6th we got it mixed up either way we got well, it mixed up with the concert and the rampage so. here we go with this episode of dynamite you know cam this show was a really a nothing happening show i mean yeah. there's some good stuff on there but man I felt like there was some, you know, different things we could have done with our Wednesday night yep. besides this. And I don't think there was any yam bags tonight. <laughs> no. We didn't catch any yam bags. You know, Vito's the best at catching uh, those those comments from Taz. Shout out to Big Vito T. So He'll is, be back someday. So is Taz, um... He's not, is he not doing it anymore? Is he not doing him back anymore? Because he did it two nights in a row. He hasn't said it. I don't think he even said it on Rampage either. So. Cameron, what exactly is a yam back? 
It's um, you know, like some like the M at Thanksgiving. Yeah, if the bag was the M in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the show kicks off with Brian Danielson and Ethan Page. This some sort of like a contenders match, basically. Uh, you know, they're setting up. They're setting up Danielson and JF. And then, okay, so this guy. This was really funny. Um, like I was in my room, I took a little nap, and I was like, "Man, it's seven fifty nine. Then I hopped on the spectrum. I got on there. Then I got, and then, um, so halfway came out because, like, last week there was this guy, there was Danielson who said she couldn't see him because of his glow of his hair, um, his blondness. Then he comes out with a freaking AEW cap on. A baseball cap, but it's a, like an AEW cap. And and then he like turns yeah. it around. He came out wearing the hat because, you know, Danielson made fun of his bald spot last week. So that was a nice touch. Um, before the match can get started, uh, we hear MJF's music. But, He's oh. up in the luxury box with some chick. We're never really told who it his is wife. or why it's, it's not his wife his, his fiance is a red-headed lady not sure who this was but i guess we're just kind of going full force with the rick flair type gimmick that uh he has all these women around him apparently all the time because he's the champ and he's rich and lottie lottie but this is a pretty good match. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, Daniel solid work. But I couldn't help but think, you know, if Danielson really wanted to kill MJF, uh, he would have got uh-huh. up to that luxury box and threw him off. Forgotten all about Ethan Page, but and then Ethan Page attacks him before Ethan Danielson gets the win. Mm. And, um, you know, he stares up at MJF in the press box. That's pretty much all that happened. So, you know, can I tell you guys something? For some reason, I don't know why this happens to me, but when, like, they're suddenly getting the match and the music starts, my heart just stops for, like, two seconds. And I'm like, and it's hot. My heart just stops for two seconds, and I have it back. It's really weird. I'm like, I'm like this. I hear his music playing, and I'm like, I got like I got like scared. I'm like, what? That happens. It does happen. It's very natural to get excited when the when the music hits. Yeah, know? I'm I'm a really big fan of music. Yeah. That's like back in the day when uh, you know Stone Cold when we'd hear the glass break. It was just immediately. Immediately it was lit. You know, whatever room you were in, you heard that glass break. Everyone was freaking out. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, you know, business as usual there. We're getting a slow build to a Danielson-MJF match. At some point, we then get a video thing uh, hyping up the Samoa Joe Wardlow main event. Uh, we go to a backstage promo with Renee and Wardlow. Wardlow gets attacked by Joe, tries to take out his knee. And um, when, he, when he 
one more low, he did this backflip over, he was gonna jump on to, um, wait, what? No, that's a main event, sorry. We get another thing backstage with Renee, uh, Dark Order, and Hangman. Uh, he says he's about two weeks away from being cleared, or at least that's what the doctor mentioned, so... This seems like they're gonna do Hangman and Moxley at the LA show. Same show uh, that ha will have the seventh match in the, in the trios deal, yeah. which we'll get to later. But um, yeah, and then we get a tag team match Moxley and Claudio against Top Flight. They're keeping this thing going uh, between them. This kind of started last week with the Moxley uh, Darius Martin match. It was a dirty one, just to say. It was really dirty. And then Top Flight wins the Trios Battle Royal on Rampage. It, you know, it was between them and, and BCC there at the end. So that sets up this match where we see Moxley and Claudio win a competitive match against Top Flight. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. What did you think? It, um, well, it was pretty good, but I wanted Top Flight to win because, like... Right? Give them something. I know. I mean, they're giving them all these matches with these guys, but they've lost everything i mean they won that trios battle what, royal but that yeah, doesn't count like what in the world they're they're losing their matches but but oh for some reason they won their top the 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 um casino war but like what in the world he, he's not winning the matches so. they're it's in weird. the mix but this was uh this is a really good match. Probably, I'd say, arguably the best match uh, on the show. Reason to go back and watch. Uh, we get a backstage thing with the best friends and Kip Sabian. Don't really understand what happened here. I thought that Kip Sabian was setting up a match with Cassidy. But it, I guess it was actually Orange Cassidy giving Trent a title shot. Uh, yeah, the All Atlantic title on Rampage this week. So apparently Sabian was gonna say something, but then just said, "Okay, go ahead and have your match and left." So not really much there. No, I thought it was gonna be um, I thought it was gonna be like I thought it was gonna be Kip and him, but no, and I wondered what he was gonna say. That's apparently being saved. We'll get Cassidy and, and Trent Beretta little friendly competition uh, for the belt on Rampage. Should be a decent match. Um, Hook with the we um, didn't get, match. Yep, we get the Hawk. Uh, hawk. <laughs> we get the Hook squash. Uh, he beats a guy named Balaam Lynx, which I'm assuming is like a either a local guy or one of the guys they have working on AEW Dark every week. Basically what I'm thinking with that. Um, so yeah, of course this is a close, uh, you know, quick deal. Uh, afterwards, Stokely comes down with Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. And um, 
they start to attack Hook, but then Jungle Boy comes down and makes the save. And I really liked the way that they worked this because they teased Big Bill choke slamming Hook, but it didn't happen. He gets saved from it. Bye. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy comes in with the two by four. Jungle Boy's okay. Starts oh. swinging it around like crazy, and this actually, yeah, it, it actually made the firm look uh, still decent, and still made the baby faces look decent too. So I think it, I think it was written very well, put together well. Like, guys, can I tell you guys something? Um, I wonder if uh, tell us something. I wonder. If um, if Hook is gonna be the next um, Bloodbird, I'm just wondering. Well, that's kind of you know, I mean, when people get streaks like that, yes, they you know they they compare it to Goldberg. They probably always will. Jade Cargill is on a similar streak in the women's thing, but yes, Hook. Is basically that's that's his deal is those squash matches. We'll see if that ever ever changes. Uh, they show a video about Jericho's last few weeks. They show the loss to Andretti, and then the thing with Starks last week. I'm surprised that they didn't start it off with him losing the Ring of Honor title. Why they didn't show a brief clip of that? I'm not sure. Uh, then they go to a pre-tape with Jericho, hyping up the match with Ricky Starks next week in Seattle. And um, during the video, though, they showed that slow motion of the of the Andretti fireball, and it looked uh, even worse in the in the slow motion, like we were mentioning last week. I mean, yeah. that was a, a oh, sick huge. fireball. Yeah. I went into his eye, man. He burned his face, dude. Burned it. He's gonna burn his face off. And we get another Renee backstage pre-tape with Swerve and the Whose house? Swerve's house. Yeah, but he he the doesn't do that affiliates. He, he does not do that anymore. Hey guys, can I tell you something? What's that? The people with the guy, the, the big guy with the tattoos on his face, um, and the hair looks like Machine Gun Kelly's drummer. His brother. It, it does. Well. But it looks older. Strickland says we know Parker Verdreau, but uh, doesn't give the name of the other guy. It says we'll all find that out soon. And he gets interrupted by Wheeler Yuta, and he makes a challenge for a match on Rampage. That'll be on Rampage this week, so that should be pretty <laughs> a nice little, uh, nice little Rampage shaping up oh, for this week. This next match is a banger. Yes, and uh, rolling <laughs> to the next match, we get the match six of the best of seven series between the Elite and the Death Triangle. This one. They falls count anywhere. They went to the freaking. They went. They went. They went to the um. They went out of the stadium. Right. They brawled all over the arena. Technically, the match 
I mean, technically they did a bunch of brawling before the match even started. Yep. Um, yeah. All the stuff, I mean, more than half of the match was not technically during match time. They didn't even do the, he didn't even um, ring the bell. It was right. like, it literally just showed that, it literally just popped up, they're brawling each other. That was literally it. They didn't, uh, they didn't hit the bell till way later in the match when everyone kind of got down there. Yep. And, you know, but this kind of set everything up for that seventh match, of course. I mean, we could kind of see that the Elite were going to go ahead and tie this thing up. But it was a nice, interesting way to do it. Right? Yeah. I think so. We saw some really uh, huge spots. We saw, some, we saw some super kicks. A lot of super kicks. Uh, they did a simultaneous finish where Omega sent Phoenix uh, off the, the stage yeah. through a table with a one-winged angel. Gets the three count while almost simultaneously talk. Uh, Almost had Matt tapped out of the ring. So it was a nice little finish to wrap up all the chaos. Uh, you know, you just got to kind of do this. Yeah. Um, the the seven series, I mean, they could have they could have kept doing regular matches for all seven matches. I'm glad they kind of changed it up and allowed them to do this stuff. Apparently, match seven will be... A uh, Muerto ladder match or whatever, mm -hmm. so that should be be pretty awesome. Yeah. So I was like, this I didn't know what matches were going on. It's it was like the appreci it was it was um Jericho's um appreciate appreciate society music, but then um he cut but and then it is Anna Jay's and Tay Mello's theme song after. The affinity sure. of sports entertainers. Pretty a start sports entertainers. But now that uh, before they got to that though, we did have an acclaimed music video. Oh my god! Pretty pretty hot fire rhymes from Max Caster. <laughs> this of course was all fake taking shots at. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and that whole that whole clan Fake. definitely was not as cringy as a Sanjay Dutt's rap video from last week. So cringe. So that was nice. They continued that corny. story. So corny. Uh, and like you mentioned, Anna Jay and Tay Mello uh, defeat Ruby Soho and Willow Knight. Nightmare. I don't know what that's called. Willow Nightingale, Ruby Soho, yes. The heels win this one. Ruby, 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 Ruby um, Soho. Just basically kind of one of those oh things God, where God. They, they're keeping this thing going between all of them, giving them them all something extreme. to do. It was a fine match. Uh, then we get uh, Lexi Nair, backstage person. The guys from leaving the area who said the best thing was AEW. Uh, 
yeah, they they said that they'll talk about their, you know, they'll cut. So they'll cut a promo on FTR next week. So that is what that is. Yeah, I don't know. I was like in the bathroom or something. Perhaps I don't know I'll continue saying. that on. You know, FTR not having a good end of the year. Mm-hmm. They just. How would we do They they lose the ROH tag titles. They just lost the AAA tag titles. So now they're down to the New Japan tag team titles, I believe, and that's it. And you got to think their days are pretty much numbered with those. So we'll see what happens. We get Renee backstage again, this time with Ricky Starks. And this was a nice, nice promo that sets up the match with Jericho for next week. Who you got in that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jericho versus Ricky Starks next week. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Uh, Ricky, because um, Jericho is having a bad last of his year. Yeah, but you know, it'll be a new year by then. You know, this is the last dynamite of 2022. What do you got to say about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it's not that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, then we get our main event. I like your clip, me. Now, there was some controversy behind this because, of course, like we mentioned, uh, Joe jumps Wardlow early on in the night, so he's so injured. Now, they play Wardlow's music. But he doesn't come out. He doesn't come out immediately, no, does he? Then, so, 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 Moa. So, Moe. Joe, and then he's saying... Oh, it, it seems like a Wardlow is a bit too stage fight to come out here. So we're going to try to find a new opponent. But then there's a freaking whole entire security behind them trying to get him. And he freaking pushes them down like a bull. And they kill him. Excalibur um, mentions on commentary that uh, they have someone on standby just in case. So I kind of thought, okay, well, well sure, Mark. they're going to they're gonna hold off on Wardlow and we're going to get Joe against somebody else for the main event. Joe versus Joe Burrell. But no, uh, yeah, Joe Burrell's going to come. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, yeah, Samoho, Samoho Doe said, <laughs> uh, said that um, we can even get the freaking... They were in Denver, and they said, we can get the Denver players. Yeah, he said, you know, something about a Bronco player coming in, but then started to run down the city, and then I, that, that was right before uh, the music actually hit, I think. Even though Wardlow didn't come out right at first, like you mentioned, yes, he, he does eventually come out with the with the trainers and the security, and they're trying to tell him not to go in there. But he gets in there, and they start the match uh, against their wishes. And uh, they have one of the more intricate Wardlow matches I've probably ever seen. He almost freaking broke. He almost got a freaking bone out of his knee and sticked it out of his knee. 
literally, he did. He was gonna do a backflip on Samoa. Then I think he dropped it. Then he dropped the knee down on the thing, and he was just left knee his um bad one. So you, you have that. You have those elements of the story. I think that this told that's just bad enough though. A great story, and this helped the match be a really good match because of the story that was told. You know, they're keeping this going between the two of them. Yes, Joe wins the match, retains the TNT title, but of course he does it against a wounded Wardlow, a not 100% Wardlow, so he still has that in his back pocket. Um, but he got beat really so bad. We'll see where they go with this. You know, Joe ends up winning. He ends up doing somewhat of a beat down to Wardlow afterwards, cuts his ponytail off. <laughs> cuts his ponytail straight off. Then, my dad was freaking outside. I caught it, though. I saw it through the window. And the, I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's Darby. I went outside, and I was like, dad, it's sorry, Alan. I was like, god, he's, he's still, he's not, he's in the backyard already. And I was like, then he's um, then he hits him with the skateboard on the back. Then. Well, hear me out on this, son. What? So there's literally we have rampage this Friday, right? Uh huh. Next week is dynamite, and then after dynamite, the next show after that, we're going to is the rampage and battle of the belts that we're going to in Portland. Yep. So. I don't think it's too far-fetched, okay? So, obviously, Darby's coming after Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's not going to happen at Rampage this week, or else they would have already announced it. Now, there's a possibility that match gets thrown on Dynamite next week. But what if, what if they just do an angle next week? To lead to that match for our rampage in Portland, and we get Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen for yeah. the TNT title. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Yeah. They could put it on either that rampage or uh, that battle of the belts. Yeah. I think that that might be the plan. So, guys, it's really just a second rampage and one rampage for the night. Technically, yes. I mean, I don't know why, because, okay, so usually when they've done the first two Battle of the Belts, they taped it and aired it, like, the day after Rampage on, like, a Saturday or whatever. Yeah. The last time they did it like this, where they had Rampage and then they had Battle of the Belts right afterwards. Yeah. On the same night. That's the same thing that they're doing uh, come next week. So you get the rampage and then hour two is technically quote unquote battle the belts. Yeah. Even though it's really just a second hour of rampage. Yeah. But hey, yeah. We're not gonna complain. Uh I'm good with um I'm good with the um Dash Triangle, but um the House of Black I swear if they're gonna be at Rampage that we're going to, or the Battle of the Belts, I am going to destroy everything. You're going to destroy everything? 
Yep, I'm I'm gonna do I'm literally gonna freak out because I hate them because the lights go out. But I literally I hate everybody in that club except the the guy. What's his name? The leader. Uh, Malachi Black. Malachi Black. He's the best. But all the other people and the things that when the freaking lights go out and you can't see anything, I get terrified. I will freaking, I will close my eyes and I will, and I will scream. I will not do anything. I would do my ears. I would shut my ears. I would do nothing. I do not want the lights to go black. I don't. I definitely understand, you know, when I was your age. Well, actually, when I was a lot younger than her, your age, when I was probably about five, I was real scared of the tag team demolition. And I actually did not go to a show just because I knew that they were going to be there. I was that scared of them. So at least you're not that scared. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess. Hey, man, you're in the same arena as The Fiend one time. Yeah, but the legs don't go out and he is... He's really he's he's a nice guy in they real do, life. They do for a second, the beginning of the intro. No, they just do red lights. Well, you say potato, I say potato. Either way, Kim, that was a great AEW Dynamite yes, sir. rant recap and review. What would you like to rate this show with me? Yeah, um, I guess a. Oh yeah, the um thing, the things that they fit in this match. I'll give it a two point five. A two point five. Yep. Talk about grading on a curve that's pretty low. Um, but hey, I understand. Even though I enjoyed uh, a lot of the matches I only, on here, I only enjoyed one match. The matches were were all pretty much fine. But they just there was just not much happening. There was not much to write home about, even though it was good stuff. Just very run of the mill, not very exciting. Of course, what are you gonna get when it's the last week of the year? Right in between, sandwiched in between Christmas, sandwiched between Christmas and the New Year's. Can if you give it a two point five, I'll give it a three. <laughs> Like I said, you play, you say potato, I say potato. You know what I mean? I say potato and you say potato. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap Ooh, this up. I'm going to wrap. Thank you very much for joining us here. PWPlanet.com. That gets you to all the links. <laughs> Until next time, this is your excellent friend, The Brand. This is The Excellent Son. Cam Scissor it. Scissor your friends. Scissor everyone. We'll see you next time. Pro Wrestling Point.